guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Love a la Dijonese. Welcome back to another Friday, another weekend, and of course to another amazing episode with an amazing guest. Sam, baby, how are you? Hello everyone, I hope you're good on this weekend. I'm fine, my love, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Still very excited and happy to have this little girl, little sweet girl next to us. We are incredibly happy. Um, could you please give yes, a, another presentation course. to her? We are happy again that we have Mariana with us and today we're gonna talk with her about the very interesting topic that um, I can uh, the, I can say that sadly it takes some people time to realize what is going on in their lives and um, well but first welcome Mariana again. We're so happy to have you. Hi guys, thank you so much for having me again. I'm super excited to share with you about this important topic that happens to a lot of people more than we know. And it's really... Um, crucial. Yeah, it's really crucial that we discuss and we generate a lot of awareness in these situations. Yeah, also because I believe nowadays it's like a trend. I will even dare to call it a trend. Oh my God, Literally, yes, because... Yes, <laughs> From then, well, first of all, uh, we're gonna be talking about toxic relationships, and for I think actually like from ten couples that you know, seven are toxic and they don't even know it. Yeah, they don't even know it because we believe that we have to be in this horrible situation to be in a toxic relationship, but no, there are include there are also like little details that are toxic that you can uh, invisibilize... Invisibilize? Invisibilize, yeah. yeah. Okay, that you can invisibilize easily. Mm-hmm. And no, you have to be really aware of those. Yeah, very, very aware. And also, as we were well mentioning a bit before start recording, has to be with your mental health. Yeah. And it affects totally. you a lot, seriously, a lot. Yes, yeah. and I feel like also another thing that I remembered... A lot of people go into a relationship just because they want to be in a relationship and they don't want to be single because they're like, all my friends are in a relationship, I'm single, what do I do? And then they get into a relationship, but they don't know, like, sometimes it can happen that is a toxic one and they then they just stay there, you yeah. know, and they don't, sure. it takes them, like, super long to to realize and get out and... Yeah, yeah, it's like a big process, a really sad process, hard for the person who is in a toxic relationship and more hard, more harder to the people around. The close, the close friends and family. family. And yeah. It, yeah, it tends to be sad, actually, for yeah. people that are around. But um, for example, I don't know, maybe you would like to start with something, a couple of comments about toxic yeah, relationships. Yeah, sure. I would like to start by my own definition of what a toxic relationship can be. Yeah. For me, is two people relating or having this relationship from a place of really big pain, um, emptiness, and also loving from a scar. Meaning that maybe when you were little... something traumatic happened to you and you start creating this pattern when you look for a person that makes you replicate that hard time in your life so you're loving that one that person so basically uh, that you're seeking for pain yeah getting addicted yeah exactly so 
it's a misconception of what love is. Yeah, completely. I completely <laughs> agree because you you start understanding that love has to be like that just because sometimes even with the first love, you know, your first love, you're, you don't have the love and it yeah. tends to be like that. And you understand that love is like that. And if, if you're not suffering, you're not enjoying and that is not love. So it's very interesting. Actually, it's very tricky because, I mean... As a human being, you know that it's not a correct thing, but still, somehow your mind, your body tricks yourself, and you start believing the opposite. That's that's what we talked in a couple of epi- episodes um, ago. Ago, yeah, thank you. That mind is very tricky, and our brain, like, is so hard to understand how our brain works, and it tricks us in a second. Yeah. And that's, that's how it's like... Telling you, oh, this pattern of love, that's what love is. And that's why you keep seeking and seeking for those um, toxic relationships. Yeah, totally. And, well, so you come to this world without knowing what love is and without knowing how to be a partner. So that means that you learn, since you are little, how to love and how to uh, create these relationships and you take examples from your parents, from movies, books, songs, and society in general. And if you are looking at dysfunctional, um, how can I say it, examples of that, you will grow with that misconception of what love is, as I said earlier. So it's really hard and it's really tricky, actually. So it you have to be able to learn to to be really like researching knowing yourself reading a lot in order to see what is a lie and what is true and what your concept of love of healthy love is yeah agree completely and for example what will be to you the red flags you know like the first signs that you are maybe inside a toxic relationship to recognize to recognize what will be maybe for you like the first signs you will take in account oh my god there there are a lot one of those would be if it makes you cry more than it makes you laugh Mm no yeah good one that's a deep one yeah that's a deep one if you're with a person that it's making you cry more than laugh, it's like, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's a really big red flag, no? Yeah. When they um, invalidate your feelings, when they ignore you, I once wrote a tweet that it said this. When you're with a person that ignores you, not only your text message or maybe you're telling that person something and they ignore it, no. They ignore who you are, your dreams, your hopes, and the whole you, if they ignore that, that's a very, really big red flag too. Yeah, like to put a lot of attention also, I will say that if in the relationship you are not feeling, I don't know, it's just like how you feel. If you're not feeling that you have the freedom to say whatever you need to and whatever you feel, I think that's also kind of red flag. Because it means like you're not having the confidence with the other person that is enough in order to make a successful couple. Yeah, also, if you have to sacrifice your belief systems, meaning that maybe for you it's really important, I don't know, uh, to have quality time, and you ask for that, but that person is like, mm, I know, I won't give you quality time because my time is so, I mean, important. To me, I'm to so me. precious that 
who are you? Why would I care yeah. about you? And you are like, okay, I have to love him because he's my partner. And that thing is something important for me, but I don't care. So I will accept that. And you are sacrificing your ideas and your conceptions of life in, name, in the name of love. I mean, that's a red flag too. And also, when you have to ask for love all the time, meaning yeah. that they're ignoring you, your needs... So you have to do these calls of attention that normally you, would, you wouldn't do. But you have to, I mean... All, Just it, so that they give you attention. They give you attention. They give you love. It's almost like you are yelling and you are like, please love me, see me. Yeah. That's a red flag too. And all these relationships um, are so codependent. I mean, you create these boundaries with a person that you feel like you're gonna die if, if you're, you're not, not with them. With them, exactly. And you feel also that because of your love, that person will change. So you are like, okay, maybe he is not meeting my needs, but he one day will realize who I am and how much I love him because I give him so much. He will give me back that. So one day, he might change. Huh? Maybe not today, but one day. So you create this fictional uh, world, amazing world with someday he will be your Prince Charming, but actually that's not reality, I mean that, that, that day never comes, that day never comes so you start creating these dreams and you start living in a fantasy, so if you think more about your fantasy and the future instead of paying attention to what is actually happening right now that's another red flag yeah. so basically like that people start, as you said, creating their fantasy, their fiction of what yeah. love is, of relationship, of life. But they do it, I think, subconsciously. Yeah, I mean, sure. they're not conscious of that. And then they're, like, avoiding situation and ignoring what's going on. And they just stay in a relationship like that. And they, they just don't want to go out. Yeah, sure. Because you... I mean, for, for my experience, I mean, you... I did it in some unconscious way, but I did it. I, I, I was also so conscious about the situation that I consciously decided to ignore that. I was like, okay, he might not be the person that I want to be with. He is uh, being kind of, I don't want to say abusive, but well, yeah, let's say abusive. So, but I, I will ignore that because, no, I don't want to pay attention to that. Because you're like, he's going to change. He's going to change. So you start giving opportunities. A lot of opportunities. No, yes. A lot. I mean, and you forgive what is unforgivable for you. Like, that would be something that right now, as a, let's say, healthy person, I would never um, forgive. But because you are in that situation where you are totally blind. Made, made you change your beliefs and for what you stand for. That you forgave some things that in reality you were like, dude, I would never forgive yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, because you believe that love is everything. That love has to forgive everything. That you do everything in the name of love. Of this passionate and amazing love that one day will give, it, will give back something to you. But that they never happen, as we said. No, I know, and actually, as what we were talking about, like, the feeling of being attached to that person and blinding yourself, and how people around you, everyone sees what you're not seeing. So it's totally true. I mean, if people around you are telling you that the person you are with 
is the demon. You mm-hmm. have to listen, even though you don't want to and you get super mad because they don't know your partner. You have to listen because they are they are seeing things that you don't. You don't because you are so involved in that situation that you cannot see the reality of it. So you have to listen. Even though it hurts, you have to listen. Yeah, yeah that you're so blind that you don't realize uh, what's going on in me from being like that friend telling like, He's bad for you. He's toxic and that. It's just like I would say to people, if your friends or family are telling you that, don't think that they want bad for you or that they they want you to break up with this person just because they want to. No, they want something good for you and they're doing it for your own good. And please, if you are in this situation, situation try to think about it. It's like, why would your parents want something that's bad for you they don't want their parents they love you why would your friends the closest one want something bad for you they don't so if they're telling you that you just like okay sit down talk to them um, listen to them why do they think and maybe they're gonna make you realize all the red flags that you can't see because you're blind yeah it's totally true yeah, it's like you don't see the big picture, as some people would call it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we are just focusing what we are seeing. And of course, we don't have this point of view from outside what is surrounding us that some people that are very attached to us and that they really love as they can see. So it's like the importance of seeing like the big picture, I would call it. Mm-hmm. So you know literally actually what is going on and what, what you should do and when you should start changing or trying to change something. I think that's a very important part. Yeah. And also the thing is how these these toxic relationships can even affect you on a mental level. And when when do you know like it's actually starting to be um even to thread your life, you know, and how how to classify because actually now I saw that you open I know what that thing is. How to classify what type of abuse you're receiving and what type of toxic relationships you're receiving. Because there are even two levels that you should be aware that it could be even threatening to your life. Okay, here in Mexico, we learn in high school, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah, it was high school, high school when we saw that. Uh, this thing called... How can we say it in English? Uh, the violence um, metrics. Yeah, it's a like way that. to measure or to see the level of violence you are living in actually the word violence sometimes it's really like it's a really scary word and you are like you believe that violence is when someone is uh, hitting you or you're having physical abuse but no I mean it's also mental it's also mental and little things and I would like you to to hear the things that comes from a place where you can, uh, it says here that you have to be aware of that are these tiny little red flags, little things. For example, when they do jokes that hurt you, here in Mexico it's so common that. Yeah, it's, it's a common Here in Mexico thing. we'd say carrilla, I don't know. No, I, there's no <laughs> translation actually. There's no carrilla. translation, okay. but you joke about the other person and you mock them and yeah you kind of make fun of the person yeah like on a mean way but but, but not really mean it it's kind of hard because there's like a we call it carrilla sana yeah 
and when it's like carrilla that is actually really mean because carrilla sana could be maybe your your own family can be doing to yourself maybe you wake up and your hair is like this and they start telling you oh but the boiler exploded or something <laughs> yeah. literally but it's like a healthy one because you know like they're not meaning it but there's actually one moment i think that's what you yeah. want to say that Where it stops it's so being often funny yeah it stops and it's being hurtful funny. yeah so if a person like a, not dark humor but yeah, you it's know. hurting you. So if your partner is doing jokes about things that hurt you, but he's like, ah, it's a joke. I mean, why are you getting mad? I'm joking. But you, it, it hurts you. It means that it's important that that person stops because they are mm, messing up with you and with things that are, um, how can I say, sensible for you. Mm -hmm. So that's a way of violence, actually. So you have to be really aware of that and tell the person to stop. Even if they respect that and they stop, it's okay. But what happens if not? It continues, it continues and it grows into a bigger thing. It grows into a bigger <clears throat> thing. The thing with this, um, with this tool that we're discussing is that it, it comes from the idea that if you allow these little things, they can become two big things such as, um, I don't know, rape, um, threatening you that you're gonna that they will kill you if you leave them. Uh -huh. So you have to be really aware so that little violence doesn't grow to bigger things. Yeah, and not only like they're gonna kill you if you leave them, but also I will consider that when they start telling you, oh, it's just like if you leave me, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, also. Oh, like, that's it's, even. I that know. it's a way of sabotaging yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Imagine telling a person, I'm gonna kill myself. Because you're leaving me. And imagine that person really kills themselves. What did you do to another person? You're like yeah. you ruined their life. Because they're going to think it's their fault that that person killed themselves. Yeah, true. So it's a really delicate um, issue and situation. Also, uh, if they are jealous. Ah, yes. Jealousy. Mm. Jealousy. Jealousy is another thing. Um, you have to be really aware of this it's not normal for a person to be jealous uh if they're telling you how to dress if they're telling you that maybe you're in a party you say hi to um you're a girl and you say hi to a male friend and they are like mm, he likes you i see the way he saw you and so basically dictating you to who you are allowed to say hi or hang out and to who no with who not and he makes you feel uncomfortable with you being around your friends alone i mean that's not okay that's not okay Love, healthy love is freedom. It's like the same, the same word, freedom, love, because you have to be able to allow the other person be himself, herself, do their lives. From my point of view, I believe that a healthy relationship is you have your world, I have my world, and we have our common world. Mm -hmm. We are not one world. No, 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 no. I mean, I have my life, my past, my present, my future. You have yours. And in somewhat, we come to a common point and we share. That's it. We walk together this pattern of life. And that's a beautiful thing about healthy love. But in that toxic way, it's like you're mine. I am yours. And we are just one person, one soul, one thing. Mm -hmm. No, that's not love. Yeah, very, actually very important what you're saying. Because sometimes some couples, they believe like when you get to know the person... Everything, but everything you are doing has to be together and everything has yeah. to be at the same time together. 
And if you're not thinking about the other person, then you're wrong and everything. No, I mean, it's as you were saying, there's a common world that you are gonna, well, if it's a healthy relationship, everything, and it's true love, you're gonna share with this person forever. But also having in mind that besides that, you have your own private world and that person has her, his own private world, and they should continue to be like that because it has to be a balance. As we mentioned in like plenty of episodes, have your own me time, have your own personal life and your goals, dreams, and also have the balance between like, I want to hang out with other people and I want to hang out with you. Yeah, and not only, for example, nowadays that we are hanging out that of course we are not married and everything, we are still young and everything, it's like the hangouts and everything. It's not necessary, it's not mandatory that you take your couple with you to every hangout. If you feel like inviting your boyfriend or girlfriend, invite them. But if you don't, But if you don't, don't feel like you're not forced to invite them to bring them as to... As well as them. Exactly. Because yeah. there are some couples that are like that. It's like, why didn't you invite me? And I want to go. Yeah. And then they'll start saying, your friends don't like me. And no, and, and that's toxic. Even yeah. Though, even though it's not this um, big red flag with you're having like violence, but physical it can abuse. Grow it can grow because bigger. that's not healthy to want to control the other person. That's not love. Mm-hmm. Of course it's not. Yeah, and also has to be, I was remembering, for, for example, now that we were talking about something about parties, like there are some guys that they even tell the girl how to dress and how yeah. not to dress like when when the girl is completely free to dress however she wants. Oh, I have an example from my own family. We had a, a wedding from one of my cousins. My my family is big and um I have of uh, my cousin was it the guy or the no the girl, the guy. And I have another cousin, the girl, she's already married and that. And she wanted to be in a dress and super nice and cute and pretty for the wedding as everyone wants to be at the wedding. Um, and then her husband told her like, no, change yourself and put yourself pants. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I don't want other guys to look at your like legs or something. It was, I wasn't there when that happened. My mom told me, I was like, but why? And my mom was like, because he... I don't know. She changed. She was in a very beautiful dress. And she Not, changed. Yeah, she wasn't showing like a lot of legs or or boobies or anything. She was like dressed appropriate for the wedding. And then she had to like change and wear like a elegant blouse and elegant like pants that also appropriate and that's and it's like and it's her husband (gasps) no if you allow that imagine what that person believes that can control of your life i mean those those little things that for example you you give them the permission to control your life to tell you and dictate what you can do and you can you cannot do is it's part of being in a toxic relationship and as we said, that can grow to, to a different place where it's bigger, the violence. But you are sacrificing things that are important for you that make you feel good, your self-esteem. And actually, you're giving them what, as I said earlier, um, the permission to... I, I forgot the idea. To control you. Not to control, but... Yeah, your essence. 
what it's uh, yeah you're giving them your essence so i mean no 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 if they are trying to tell you you cannot wear that you cannot see that friend you cannot text that you cannot be alone in a i don't know work work meeting you cannot go out with your friends without me i mean that's so toxic that you have to stop that's why i was like surprised when that happened to my cousin i'm like okay I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's just like it was mind blowing. I was so surprised that I, I just didn't know how to react. Yeah, because it's like, what she, should I do? She, exactly. She went and changed, and I was like, oh, yeah. No. And it starts affecting on the mental level at some point. Yeah, sure. Um, you develop depression, anxiety, maybe, uh, suicidal thoughts because. A toxic relationship is pain, and you believe that being in love it's being in pain mm-hmm. which of course is not but you get used to that and you get you get used to feeling pain so of course if you are in a place where you don't want to be uh, you start developing these uh, mental illnesses such as depression, depression anxiety and anxiety and and you can you don't even realize you have those that happened to me yeah uh, i developed these illnesses but i didn't realize during quarantine, this became a thing, and a lot of podcasts and a lot of Instagram posts were talking about depression, depression, anxiety, and I was once thinking like, I think I have that. Yeah. I might have that. So I went to therapy, and yeah, my therapist diagnosed me with that, and I was like, oh my god, I've been depressed for almost three years of my life, and I didn't realize that I was. Yeah. So it's oh, like mind blowing. It's oh my god! It's something that no, you cannot allow yourself that to be in that position, and I mean being a responsible adult, it's having a lot of self love, and to love your yeah to love yourself a lot, in order to respect who you are, and not allowing anyone to dictate you your worth. And how much... And what you believe. And what you believe. Nothing. What you say, how to behave. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I wanted to say another thing. Um, there's this song that it's called Nothing In My Way. That it says a really, um, a really true phrase about how you feel. So we can kind of understand what's going on in the mind of a person that is in a toxic relationship. It says... I don't want to go, but I don't want to stay. You know, uh-huh. you know that you that you cannot stay with that person, but at the same time you can go, because if you go, you die because you believe that no one will it's love gonna you. It's gonna be over yeah. and all those horrible thoughts you have. Yeah. Whereas in reality, it's gonna be a freedom for you. But you, you don't know that exactly because it's something that you don't know. You never experience freedom, healthy love. So because it's something that you don't know. Your brain is like, mm, something I don't know besides, what versus something I know. But well, I prefer to be in something, something I know. Something I know because something you don't know might sound scary for you. And that like, you don't know how it's going to be. But in reality, it can turn out that you leave, you go and you're single for period of time and then you find a healthy and a beautiful relationship and in order to find a healthy and beautiful relationship you have to do some work on yourself yeah Yeah. you need to seek for help yes exactly that was actually something we we were planning to talk about because 
when is the right time. I mean, no one really knows when is the right time. But the thing is, like, also, I believe, like, nowadays, we have stigmatized the fact of looking for mental health. Because people, they believe, like, looking for a psychologist, a psychiatrist. Bad. Because it's you're crazy. Bad because you're crazy. No. <laughs> it's Literally, normal. It's normal. And I think every one of us should at some point go, go, to, to, go to therapy. Because, because it's, it's knowing healing. yourself. Exactly. And also, it's looking for help. I mean, sometimes we are not able to whenever you're like like seriously deep inside the hole as i would call it in a toxic relationship or as in whatever thing in life it's always good to try to find help because people as i was saying they can see things that you cannot yeah and in being uh next well close to a professional who actually knows the causes and the scientific uh, theory yeah. and terms and all those things it can be a really big help. Yeah. And you're not broken because you're in a toxic relationship. You're not broken. You're not crazy. You're not different from other people. It's just something that happened to you. And mental illnesses are just that, an illness. It's like be having a flu, mm -hmm. maybe having fever. It's something that you can't work with. And you, you, you don't have to be afraid of taking, taking medicine. It's a really, really, really good thing. I, I start taking um, antidepressants mm -hmm. and they helped me a lot. I'm really blessed that I had the opportunity to, to go to a psychiatrist. At the beginning, I was scared because it of was like, just like, because oh, I'm going to take medicine. It's not common because, mm -hmm. yes, you take medicine for a flu and in two days you're fine. But, you know, people are more scared to take medicine for like mental illnesses. And it's just to balance your chemistry in your brain that's it that's uh -huh. the only thing it gives yeah. you that's the only thing it does and to help you for example block some thoughts obsessive thoughts or help you to feel more relaxed of course you have to take them with the guidance of um, a professional a of psychiatrist course. you cannot no, no, just like taking no, and taking no, no, no. You, you can do you have to do it with a person who studied for that but it's something that it's a taboo it's something mm -hmm. that people don't talk. don't talk about. They don't like to talk about. And when is the right time to seek for help or to go to therapy with a professional? When you feel you're ready to. You cannot obligate anyone, even ourselves, that maybe we are not in that situation. We cannot obligate our, another person, our friend, our parents, whatever. We cannot. It's when that person decides that they want what is best for them and it comes from a place of their own decision. Yeah. That's the right time. When you are, you know, I have to be different, I have to change. So, yeah, I mean, for me, that would be the path of getting out of toxic relationship, generating the conscious that you have to, to get away from that world of pain and that you cannot do it alone. And you're not weak for seeking for help. No, of course not. You're not. And it's, the best decision that you can do, like the best, because you get to understand and to see things in a different way. And you realize so many things that you miss or maybe that you decide to ignore. And it will help you not to be again in this kind of relationships. So, yeah, yeah. very important. And also linking it to this. Uh, well, for those one of you guys that you don't know, well, Mariana has a podcast. Currently, she's not um, recording, uh -huh. 
But she has a podcast also on Spotify and she has a topic, an episode that talks about the importance of letting go. Yeah. The podcast is in Spanish. But um, I would like, I thought it would be nice to, if you could give us a brief explanation of, of course, like two minutes, one minute, because of course you have literally a whole episode yeah, about that on, on Spotify, but about the importance of letting go. Like, okay. why the importance of letting go? Well, first of all, in these kind of situations, you have to do a really uh, impressive work on forgiving yourself and forgiving the other person. For me, that would be the first step of letting go. Forgive yourself. I mean, maybe you caused yourself a lot of pain, but you didn't know the things that you do know, know that, you know. Yeah. So you have to forgive yourself for that. Um, you have to let go the situation, the past, that person, and you know, um, changing the pain and the maybe hate yeah. that you have for that part of your life into something of gratefulness. Mm-hmm. You have to be grateful because at the end we come to this world to learn things, to learn lessons. Uh, I, I believe, well, I never believe. I am a really spiritual girl, so for me, I something that helped me to let go experiences that I had was to be grateful and to understand that that should happen for me to learn something. So just to to get the good and to let go the bad is always where you can progress and where you can now look for your future, for your wellness and for you instead of, of being focused on the past. Yeah. Completely agree. Is um, sometimes we just start, we stay in the past. Yeah. And we just can't move forward, and we can't move forward because we are stuck to the past, and we we say it's gonna happen the same thing, and it's gonna happen the same thing, and always it happens the same thing. Why? Because you're not looking for other options. You're not looking for a better thing because you're used to that, and because you believe like because it happened to you before, it's gonna happen again and again and again so we we never give ourselves the, the opportunity of growing more yeah and better come better things always come so yeah and have also to be open. if you don't forgive like you as you said yourself and the person of course it's gonna always like take you to the past and you're gonna stay in the past and mean past and as you said you won't allow yourself for something else to happen yeah something i want, better. i once heard that love and hate have the same um are equal yeah love and hate are equal because they attach you mm-hmm. to a person i mean if you love someone you're attached to that person if, if you, you hate, hate someone you're, you're attached. attached so in order to let go you don't have to hate anything or anyone you have just to be indifferent you know mm-hmm. to be grateful indifferent and that's it because if you hate you're attached yeah it's like i don't like you i don't have to like you but of course i want to hate you yeah it's like you know? Okay, cool. You live your life and that's it. And I focus on myself to heal myself, to take care of myself, to grow, to learn and to have other experiences. So that would be... One of the... No, no, you say... No, I was going to say that this topic is one of the most common ones nowadays, I think, in young couples. Not Not only young couples, even like there are... Old married, old, yeah, people, old marriage couples like, that they've been suffering for already 40 years, and something years, years yeah. but 
you know, like they never look for a change. Yeah, and we have to be really aware that another ways of loving are possible. Some, are possible. Yeah. yeah, I think we all, it's a process of learning. We all need yeah. to learn all this. And if we step into a toxic relationship, it's just a matter of going out and literally learning from that experience, healing, as you said, and con to continue. It's not a nice. failure. It's yeah. something that just happened to you and you don't have to feel like you fail in love. No one knows how to love. No yeah. one knows how to be a partner. It's something that you learn day by day. It's a personal experience that you share with another person. So don't feel like you're weak, broken, or a failure. You're yeah. just learning. You come to this world to learn. That's it. And that's it. Amazing. Yeah. Seriously. Amazing. Yeah, it's an amazing episode. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, I think we... Or do you have something else to share? I just want to say that... Always remember that love doesn't hurt. If it hurts, if it makes you cry to sleep, if it makes you feel ignored, if it makes you feel that you're not worth it, it's because it's not love. Yeah. Love, it's everything but that. But that. Yeah, actually, um, I remember a sentence that you told me time ago that it was something similar like, love is everything but what I used to feel when we were hand in hand. And I remember like you told me that because of these different situations you were living in your life. And I was marked. I was like, because I was like, it's completely true. Like literally you can be attached to someone and blinding yourself and believing that what you're feeling is love. But, but in reality, true. it's the opposite. It could be even the opposite of that. And we never know until we go out of that situation. So, yeah. Very worthy situation that... Words by uh, Mariana Reyes, by the way, yeah, <laughs> the quote is by Mariana Reyes, but um, we're incredibly happy. Ah, uh, me too. Yeah, thank you for accepting the, the second invitation, hey. the second episode that we record. Uh, we hope to have you here actually for for episodes because we just love working with you. Me too. And well, a very interesting topic that I think we all be, we should be aware of. And of course, that by the time we are going to start learning and for all of those you guys that you are listening to us from those different countries that we already know that you're listening, it's not a matter of, oh, it happens in Mexico, it happens in the US. It, no, it happens everywhere and yeah. it can happen to whomever you feel like. Yeah. Anyone. So be aware all the time about what type of relationship you're having. And doesn't matter if you've been with that person for already 10 years. If that person doesn't, I mean, that person doesn't make you happy, it's already a good time to go out. Yeah, it's true. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Sam, you want to share? <laughs> yes, as usual, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. And we're going to also leave Mariana's social media. So you can you can um, find her as well. Exactly. Also on this on the description of this episode, we're gonna leave the link to her couple of episodes that she has on Spotify. If you guys speak Spanish, go there. If you are learning Spanish, go there. She speaks very very slow and she pronunciates everything very nice. So <laughs> just go there. It will be a 
hug by words. Yes. I hug with words. <laughs> exactly. So thank you so much to everyone. Thank you so much, guys, for all the support you've been providing us. And we hope to have you back next weekend with a new topic. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.